Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Are you already discombobulated? This morning? (gasps) Yeah, you're looking around like you're lost. Well, I I had something I had saved. We were just talking off the air. We leave little notes for ourselves like, hey, like I'll leave a note that says she's Nancy in case I forget your name. Right, right. It's Nancy. Little notes. I taped some notes up on the wall up top. Right. Someone took it. I'm telling you, this is what we get. It gets me in such a bad mood. I purposefully, I have like a little stand that I put all my papers on every morning. Nobody else uses this stand. So at the end of the show, I took the stand and put it on another table away from everybody. And I left our farmer's dog copy up there so we can talk about it every day. And I said to Jason before I left... I said, someone's now you watch. Yeah. Someone's going to throw this away. Now, mind you, they will throw that away, but they won't. They'll just let the garbage pile up into a huge pyramid. We talked about that the other day. Literally, like twice the size of the can. Yeah, yeah. It happens. But they're just, no. It, I mean, no, it, it has been it, happening. Yeah, yeah it sorry. happens. No, it happens, but I don't understand this. Like, I got to put everything in the garbage, but I'm not taking the garbage <laughs> out. All right. So anyway, well, sorry about that. I mean, I get it that part. Me. I'm sorry. It frosts me. I never really one heard that person as a, in particular yeah. who does this. and He's in the other room, Johnny Lucas. Uh, no, Johnny? it's not Johnny L. No. Johnny almost. Him. Johnny, uh, do you mind if we talk to Johnny for one second? I have no issues with that. Because I do. I'll cool down. <laughs> I'm over Johnny. No, I'm not over Johnny. So uh, last night, yesterday was my dad's birthday. I was a little nervous to call him, right? Because my brother and I were talking, uh, texting yesterday. He goes, "I called Dad," and I was like, "Hey, happy birthday!" And he didn't know it was his birthday. Okay. My dad just had a stroke, and right. some of his uh, memory memory has been his main issue. My brother says he seems like he was a little bit out of it. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, I'm not ready to deal with this. Well, Being an adult is hard. You. I know you've got to do this. Reach out. <clears throat> Excuse me. So um, I called him, and I told my wife, "I said he sounds." Actually, pretty good. I'm not sure. Maybe I maybe I caught him at a good time. So we, I called him before my daughter got home from school because when he was having the stroke, he didn't remember who she was right, and really right. hurt her feelings, and she didn't understand. Okay. So she comes home, and then we, we kind of get on the phone with Grandpa, and we talked to him, we talked to him, and uh, good news. He was more <laughs> back to himself than he, he has been since. He was very lucid. Okay. So I, I said, okay, I got to be honest with you, Dad, and I'm not trying to, just want to be honest, Jeff my brother, uh, said you were a little out of it this morning. He said he called you and said it was your you know, happy birthday, and he said you seemed confused. I don't know if he woke you up or what. He goes, actually, he, he did wake me up. I, he goes, I did forget it was my birthday, but he did wake me up, and he was like, really with it? Um, anyway, so we're talking. That was good news. Right. That was good news. In the midst of talking to him for his birthday, I get a phone call at 7-something from Johnny Lucas. Mm-hmm. And I go, that's not good. No, I said the same thing. Oh, you got a call too? Um, did we? Yeah, we did talk on the phone. Yes, I got okay. a call. It wasn't a text. It was a call. So this... That's why I stopped my TV show for you, Johnny L. Same thing. I thought, oh God, it's not good if he's calling me. It wasn't Jeopardy, was it? No, <laughs> okay. it was like one of those horrible shows like Love Island or something. So okay. it was fine. 
<laughs> Jesus, just, excuse us. Jason needs to take a drink. I took a drink. My mouth is dry, and I try to take a sip of coffee, and I it's like it's you. blocked or something. Anyway, so uh, I, I said to my wife, I go, Johnny's calling. She's like, what's wrong? I go, I, I have an answer. She goes, well, answer it. I go, I don't want to hang up on my dad. It's his birthday. Maybe you'll leave a message. Hopefully, it's not important. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, this has to be important. Okay, wait. Did you talk to your – you, so you didn't hang up on your dad, did you? No, I did not. Good. But then I made – my dad has Fox News blasting while we're talking to him. Blasting. Okay. I try to listen to the voicemail while on FaceTime with my father. <laughs> and don't you're do like, that. <laughs> real loud in the background. I hear Johnny's voice and I said, he's okay, but I, I can't make out a word Johnny's saying. Right. My wife goes, you want me to text him? I go, yeah, please. Because now I'm worried about, uh, my dad I know is fine at this point. I'm worried about you, Johnny. I'm worried because I don't, I don't know what's going on and like there's no reason. So what happened? So my wife texts him, 10 minutes goes by, no response. Yeah, who's on the phone with me? I think I'm his second choice. He couldn't get he couldn't get Jason, so he calls me. So finally, Johnny calls uh, my wife's phone. I pick up. Hey, what's up? He has a car issue. We 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 talk, and then I'm I'm going. I'm I'm talking to my dad. He goes, "Oh, uh, can you wish him a happy birthday?" So I think you know what? My dad listens from time to time, and we're leading up to the point where Johnny almost made me deaf. Well, by my own stupidity, I put Johnny on speakerphone, and I put him up to the phone. And I go, Dad, I got someone here who wants to talk to you. And he goes, happy birthday. And they had a little back and forth. And I go, all right, Dad, I get to hang up with Johnny. I'll talk to you later. Hang on, Dad. I'll be right back. I go, all right, Johnny. I put the phone up to my ear. And Johnny goes, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Normal volume. But I forgot it was on speakerphone. Oh. oh my God! For a very soft-spoken man, Johnny, you, my ears rang for twenty minutes. You didn't know you did it. No. I kind of did it to myself. But oh my God! <laughs> Do I go into my beef with Johnny this morning, or should we leave it on a positive note, Johnny? Go ahead. <laughs> Johnny asked me if I could maybe drive him to work this morning, Nancy. Yes, I know. <laughs> I told him to, to ask you that question. I said, I, I'll text you in the morning because his car may or may not start. Right. 422, Johnny. Not that I checked. <laughs> I text him. Hey, what's going on, Johnny? Any update? 10 minutes later. I'll, I'm just getting ready now. I, whatever. Wait a little bit. I'm in my car now. It's like 20 of them. Like, I'm ready to leave. Johnny. Hey, I'm like, Johnny, if you'd like, I'll take a slow drive over to Jessup. And, you know, if you need me to bring you, I'll be there. So I drive through Jessup. Then I, I think I texted you at some point because I had to pull over for uh, an ambulance went by. And I was like, well, Nancy, I'm joy riding through Jessup waiting for Johnny. <laughs> I spent, Johnny, you know I spent 20 minutes driving around Jessup this morning? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so Johnny had a car issue where he didn't I, know supposedly. if his car would start this yeah. morning. That was what the call was about. Yes. And I said, listen, tell Jason to text you when he leaves. Yeah. And did. then you can go out and start your car to make sure that it's running. And I said, if yeah. for some reason Jason leaves or isn't there, call me and I'll get you on the way in. Well, that was nice of you. So I drove around Jessup for a while. For, so uh, yeah, you did. Scenic town. And yeah, then uh, at some point, what did he say? What the heck, do you get up like three minutes before you leave, John? <laughs> well, it, it took me the, the, because I wasn't feeling well. I had some stomach issues oh, last okay. night. No, so that's so not good. Can't the answer the then phone. I was hobbling around. Yeah, I said, I'm up and getting my stuff around. Let me know what's up. That was 422 at 4. 46, I, I texted Johnny. Any update? I'm in the car. I'm going to start driving. If you need me, I could be in Jessup in five to seven minutes. God. At 452, I'm in Jessup now cruising around. <laughs> You're too kind. You should have just... I, I told him I'd get him if you had to get this, in. Did you have trouble starting the car, Johnny? No, no. Oh. It's, this it started right Then up. explain this, counselor. Right.
or if you needed your help going out now 453 it started 457 that's four minutes to go outside (laughs) to tell you that it started (laughs) it's a long time johnny well by the time i hobbled back in the house (laughs) he's having foot issues yeah he's got mobility issues and Uh, and, and, like it's at the end of the day it's it's uh, it worked it was fine it was fine somebody texted us and said what kind of talk show is this it's the worst one ever is what it is i'll tell you that it's therapy for us Uh, yeah uh, meanwhile another asks don't you have a cleaning service at your facility uh yes we usually do but the person who was our cleaner at least from what i knew last week at our meeting the manager's meeting uh they uh quit i don't know like why so suddenly and it wasn't any big issue but usually you'd give someone a little time and now we're in this limbo state Limbo, limbo. Yeah, yeah they we got a lot us, of things to talk they about. They didn't though. give us two weeks. They gave us like a day. I don't know the and whole story, but that was past. that still doesn't stop Velcro paws from going around and grabbing everything <laughs> and paws. throwing it into the garbage. He's really got to get a yeah. clue. By the way, uh, before anyone says this entire show is garbage, I will say if if anyone's going to take the blame today, it'll be me. I was totally behind time this morning, Nancy. So I wanted uh, yeah, to hear the last of... second. So I don't want I don't want anyone to think it was you right. or Johnny. I mean, he's a little slow. If it wasn't for him, I maybe would have been better prepared. I'm not ready for this morning. I'm just saying right now. Too much craziness is going on. We got a lot of other things. The farmer's dog. We do have a lot of things to talk about, though. Okay, yeah. Um, There was a story that broke yesterday. And uh, for those of us, obviously, you've been here for some time. Um, The story of uh, this woman who was murdered, she was a confidential informant. And uh, this was really like a very scary, sad, shocking kind of situation. Um, Basically, this woman was trying to help investigators um, target someone that was involved in drugs and other things. Uh, unfortunately, and she was very much, I guess, according to this lawsuit, um, fearful at the time as well. And they, the mother sued of the victim here because she ended up being killed wow. by the person that they were investigating. And, you know, the, the mother is saying that they failed to adequately pr- uh, protect her. Very, very sad. But uh, the Lackawanna County District Attorney's Office and Dunmore Police Department settled that federal lawsuit um, agreeing to pay almost uh, one, I mean, it's 1.85, almost $2 million. Uh, and this is really sad. Nina Gatto was the victim in this case. Um, in September of 2020, attorneys representing her mother, right, filed this lawsuit saying that the detectives in Lackawanna County and the others failed to take the uh, basic precautions that were necessary to protect this 24-year-old woman. Uh, She was murdered by a drug dealer inside her apartment in Scranton in 2018. It's very, very sad. Um, And so who had killed her, uh, authorities say uh, this guy, Cornelius Mapson, purported member of the Blood Street Gang. Um, He suffocated her. And then there was other people that were supposedly involved as well. I think they're still awaiting trial for that yeah um so he the this mapson was convicted of first degree murder say, serving a life uh, pre- prison sentence uh but basically in this lawsuit they named uh Lackawanna county detectives they um named these were people on the county's drug task force also the district attorney himself 
uh, saying that the authorities used Gatto as an informant, but they knew that she had been uh, declared mentally incompetent to care for herself. Uh, she became an informant after an arrest in January 2018. They say that she had sold drugs. So, you know, you're in a vulnerable situation right. here. Um, and, of course, this lawsuit is basically saying if you know that she's not competent to care for herself, well, you know, does she know man. the risks involved in this? Um, I guess she had been afraid um, at the time. And they're saying you didn't protect her. And she was in an extremely vulnerable position. Uh, so... You know, they've settled this case for almost $2 million, but unfortunately, you know, this young woman is dead. Yeah, I would, I would sad story. assume the nature of, you know, being an informant and having, you know, you're dealing with the people who you're trying to get information on. They find anything out, bad things can happen. Bad things can happen even if they didn't find out, you know. So it's not exactly uh, the, you know, it's not a safe uh, job or responsibility, mm. but yeah, that's that's very sad. sad. It truly is, and that's uh, and, and it, now the uh, district attorney's office claims that they have put new policies and protocols in place when they are dealing with informants. Right. So hopefully that is the case because it was just a horrible story. Tomorrow is Groundhog Day. Imagine that on a Friday. Woohoo! All it's the fun. exciting. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Do okay. Yeah. Punxsutawney Phil is going to be coming out of his uh, little burrow there, and uh, we'll be bringing you the, all the action live. <laughs> Usually, ABC. <laughs> we try. It. I mean, we try to get past that. Like, there's a lot of stuff, like partying and different people that speak. It's really a big deal there. And it's funny because there was a movie called Groundhog Day. So not but that it never was that popular do it justice, before, though. but that movie really yeah. got more people into it they and get, knew about it. Groundhog Day, it's interesting because every year, you know, we're not there, but we'll watch the live stream of this thing. And usually all you'll hear is, you know, Punk's Tony Phil came out and he saw his shadow. And that's the news you hear. They usually show the picture. But the, I guess it's an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours before, the events leading up to it, if you've never, if you've never seen it, it's hilarious. I, I, I imagine it would be like if you lived in a small town and a famous billionaire lived there right. who threw, threw lavish parties that had no business being in your small town. It's so over the top and crazy. It is. They and have it's a like good time. tongue in cheek and silly and it's it's wild. I kind of want to go. I like the poetry too because so they really craziness. have a lot of fun with it. By the way, basically if you don't know why Groundhog Day is when it is. It is a part of European agricultural life. It marks the midpoint between the shortest day of the year on the winter solstice and the spring equinox. And it's also the time of the year that figures in the Celtic calendar and the Christian holiday of Candlemas. And in eastern and central Pennsylvania, where people of German descent have been watching the groundhog's annual emergence from hibernation for centuries, there's a tradition of groundhog clubs and celebrations independent of Punxsutawney Phil. So, you know, look, um, when you look at his predictions, yeah. and I know we say his as if it's one, how many groundhogs have there been? Uh, but people actually say that usually flipping a coin would get you a better result. <laughs> so it's not exactly scientifically accurate. Uh, but anyway, we have, it's fun. It's fun. It's a good it time. It's, it, what's really funny are people who've been there yeah. will talk about the party atmosphere, the grand fun that everybody has. But Literally, when it's done, 
it's like everyone's See you gone. next year, folks. <laughs> We're out of here. Yeah, there's a, uh, it's, I mean, they, they know how to get the most bang for their buck. This is their day. Um, it's a big miss if there's like a big snowstorm or something. But so a couple, I, I've probably brought this up before, but okay. So a few years back, it hit me. Ah, this is, and you're going to probably clarify and say, no, no, that's not true. I was like, wait a second. This whole thing's a joke. Because this idea, if it doesn't see its shadow, it's an early spring. Spring is going to happen when it happens officially or like March 20th around there. But from today's date till then is six weeks. So if he does see his shadow, it's about six weeks till till six more weeks of winter. Mm -hmm. No matter what he does, it's about the same thing. No, because if he doesn't see his shadow, it's supposed to be an early spring. It's supposed to actually be nicer earlier. Weather-wise, yeah, it's supposed to feel that way. But technically, technically, it doesn't start until. Well, no, so, of is course. that kind of the joke that no matter what happens? No, I've said, because it just means it'll be nicer earlier than the actual start of spring if he doesn't see his shadow. So, and and the, the, this is a serious thing. Back in the early 1900s, there were groundhog lodges. All over eastern Pennsylvania because of all the German immigrants yeah. that had come over. And they were social clubs. They were very similar to like the Freemasons that we have really? today. Yes. Now I'm, now I'm so, learning those. Okay. <laughs> very interesting. They say that um, sometimes uh, the, the clubs would sometimes find those who are caught speaking anything but their Pennsylvania Dutch language at the meetings. I mean, they were serious. Right. Uh, traditionally, all male groups... And they say even today, 15 such clubs do remain active in that part of Pennsylvania. So serious business, folks. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Um, there's a couple of polling stories out today. I saw Drudge Report had a uh, big headline. It basically, shock poll, Biden jumps to six-point lead, women run from the dawn, right? Um, here's the thing. Uh, you can do general matchup polls, which a lot of them do. Yeah. Uh, I think you really need to go state to state to state, right? Yeah. Because, uh, look, uh, you know, there are places where it'll be very much one side or the other. However, uh, this Quinnipiac poll uh, says uh, if this were a Joe Biden Donald Trump race today, Biden holds a six point lead over Trump, 50 to 44 percent among registered voters. Again, this is a hypothetical general election uh, matchup. This was a December 20th. I mean, this was a January poll back in December. Um, it was a too close to call race. At that time, yeah. uh, Biden had 47, Trump had 46. So for it to just be one points now, six points, it, you know, we have had the $85 million verdict against Donald Trump. He's been in court. Would that be something to do with it? Is it an yeah. outlier? Who knows? But the gender gap is widening. Uh, women, 58 to 36 percent support Biden. Back in December, it was 53-41. So he's, uh, you know, basically Trump's five percentage points from women went from Trump to uh, Joe Biden, men 53 to 42 percent support tr Trump. So that didn't really change too much. You'd have to see as we go along if this pattern uh, continues. But if you look at the statewide 
race. There is a poll from Franklin and Marshall College, right? And right now they have a pretty close presidential race here in Pennsylvania. They're virtually tied Biden at 43, Trump at 42. Again, Franklin and Marshall poll. But the same poll shows U.S. Senator Bob Casey, the Democrat, far in front in his bid for a four uh, fourth uh, six-year term. So he has 47% to 35% for former hedge fudge fund, uh, sorry, manager Dave McCormick. That is the Republican nominee. Um, it's a thousand voters, so at least they got to that yeah, I mean, sample size. But, uh, you know, I think that the McCormick thing, he's a, I'm not going to say he's totally unknown because I think people have seen him before when he's been running. In the they, I think they primary. recognize uh, his name because he's been around a little bit. But Right. So Casey has led all seven previous polls uh, since last year, anywhere from four to 12 points. Uh, so it is an uphill climb. For Dave McCormick and and Casey has such name recognition. That's obviously uh, the biggest mountain for, you know, someone to climb when you have someone. And, you know, it wasn't just him. It was his father, well known in Pennsylvania for years and years and years. Nepo babies, what they call that in Hollywood. (laughs) A lot of that, right? Uh, But that's just some of the polling when you look at it. You know, a general election matchup and then a state you know, like, match up here. Like, uh, you know, I, those single polls make for great headlines, and they're kind of interesting. I think if you average all the different polls together, they kind of tell more of a story. And then ultimately, this is always when I try to remind everyone, uh, the only poll that really matters is when you go to the polls, because at the true. end of the day, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it's interesting to see. It doesn't surprise me. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see women starting to say, oh, I don't know, because Trump's calling, you know, it's one thing to call everyone names, but when you're specifically only focused on one woman and you're calling her a bird brain and you're, you know, he, he hasn't evolved. He hasn't learned from his mistakes. He <laughs> is what he is to is a fault. What it's always been. Right. And someone just texted in before, like, you know, it's sad that these two people are who we've chosen to run our country, uh, but I will vote for Trump. There's no way I'd vote for Biden. I believe he's the worst president ever. But if that's, I'm curious to see how you felt before, because did you change? Because I know most right. people, if they were like, I don't like either of these guys, your vote's probably going to, yeah, for the most part, that person the same, probably if, voted for Trump too. It, like, if there are people I know who say they'll change, but I don't know the reasons. If people were voting for Biden because it was a vote against Trump, they're still going to be against Trump because yeah. he hasn't changed. And the more he comes out and talks and acts the same way, those people are reminded of what they voted against the first time. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and that is uh, what has he done since he lost the last election to gain himself any votes like to me there's just been one negative after another negative with donald trump and i think the way he finished that presidency with that january 6th uh, debacle i just don't see a lot of people going i'm running out to vote for him they may not like joe biden but i don't know if they're going out to vote for donald trump you start talking about you know things like he's calling her a bird brain and things like that um I think it's important to take that stuff seriously. He should pull that back because if he doesn't, it's going to hurt him. Someone just texted in. Are these nursing home women with dementia? You keep being condescending. This is exactly the same kind of stuff that he's doing. And you're acting like they don't have an opinion. Their opinion might be different, but it's still valid and it's still a vote. Remember well, Donald that. Trump uh, turns off a lot of women, and he always has. There, yeah, and that's, this is the way it goes. You usually get more men voting for Trump. You get more women voting for uh, Joe Biden. Uh, the fact that there's five percentage point swing in just a month, is there something there, or is it something that just kind of was a fluke? You'll have to see what's happening as the months go on.
If only we yeah. can have a few more days. But we are here on the first day of February. We have steamrolled right through January, folks. Um, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, steamrollers are slow. I don't like January, so I'm really happy that we're out of that. February is yeah. always where I start to get hopeful, and usually by the end of the month I go, all right, this is taking too long. Uh, and it's an extra day with the leap year this month. So yeah, you have- leap year babies will have an actual verifiable birthday this year i'm always fascinated when people like how they do that because they turn into this party trick this time of year mm-hmm. hey it's gonna be charlie's eighth birthday you know <laughs> right. Wait, so i thought 32. charlie was in his 30s yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah so it's, that happens every once in a while and so it's weird. Be nice for you guys all right i, I wanted to do something we have we talked about some real serious stuff um but i wanted to do some food news because it's yummy food news, and then it's funny food news. Food news with some laughs. Food news? Yeah. Funny food, food news. news. Johnny's really hungry. FFN. The problem is his foot hurts, too. All right, here we go. Did you drop food on it? That could be food news. Duncan. What do you got? Duncan and Mrs. Butterworths are teaming up to create a new breakfast topping. It's called Duncan Glazed Donut Syrup. The combo has a sweet vanilla flavor, perfect for topping your pancakes, waffles, and more. So think of it as not just maple syrup. This is Dunkin' Glazed Donut Syrup. It'll be next to the other syrups in grocery stores nationwide. Okay, with uh, Mrs. Butterworth's. Yeah. Okay. But they're teaming up. Mrs. Butterworth's. In case you don't want maple you, if you uh, what want. am I hearing? I'm hearing noise. Our studios are not very, uh, Close the what's door, the word? John, it's killing me. All right. Also, Chick-fil-A. Okay. Yeah. For a limited time, Chick-fil-A is offering heart-shaped trays filled with share- shareable treats. So you can treat your Valentine to nuggets, chicken minis, chocolate fudge brownies, or chocolate chunk cookies. So again, they're going to be heart-shaped trays. Isn't that just adorable? Yeah. Share the love while supplies last at participating locations. Did you have a hot and steamy Valentine's Day? Yes. It started with a heart-shaped <laughs> tray and nuggets. Now through February 4th, Wendy's. If you spend $3 or more on the app or online, you'll get a crispy chicken sandwich for free. So imagine Wait, that. Stop, stop. So we spend, spend $3, $3 on, on the else. app. You get crispy chicken sandwich for free. So you're like drinking a fries, they give you the sandwich. Right. Okay, cool. Offer yeah. valid at locations nationwide. All right, this is uh, news for Chipotle. They are hiring 19,000 workers in preparation for what's called burrito season. Burrito <laughs> season runs from March through May. And according to data... Burrito sales increased 20% during that time. What the heck? Um, As you get more sunlight on a particular day or week, people's negative emotions start to decrease and they start to spend more money. So maybe most things in the food go up. Uh, But they say, why do burrito sales dip after May? Could be because Chipotle locations near colleges do better, obviously, while kids are in school and And vacation, many leave. I don't know if you know this, they have a Chihuahua day. Chihuahua saw its shadow, so there's six more weeks of burrito season. All right. So they're going to be good. It's going to be good. How about this? A Pizza Hut in Ontario, Canada went viral 
Admiral for an unusual spelling error. The store posted a sign saying its dining area would be closed due to, it was supposed to say, unforeseen circumstances, but somebody put unforeseen circumcisions. Hey. Must have been the uh, spell check. <laughs> the photo circulated on X. George Takai weighing in. Typos are my worst enema. He wrote. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> anyway, uh, they said, uh, hey, Timmins Pizza Hut, stick to pizza. We'll handle the circumcisions. That was the local hospital there <laughs> tweeting it out. So They should have started that with, hey, here's a tip, because that always works for circumcision oh, jokes. yeah, or, that would be great. It's funny. It was uh, unforeseen circumstances. I thought it was going to be <laughs> unforeskin circumstances. <laughs> I, I, I'm so... John! Come on, man. That's like really aggressive. Now you're just being too. mean about it. And finally, there was an, a lemon that has been auctioned off. I said over 100 years. This thing's almost 300 years old. That's what a say. 285-year-old right? okay. lemon auctioned, auctioned off for $1,780. The aged fruit was found in the back of a 19th century cabinet in England. The fruit even has an inscription. It says, given by, by Mr. P. Lou Francini, November 4th, 1739, to Miss E. Baxter. The auction house decided on a whim to sell the lemon. Officials say they were shocked that they got so much money, $1,780. Here's what's funny, too. It was found in the back of that 19th century cabinet. Yeah. The cabinet only sold for 40 bucks. The lemon was worth more. Oh, my gosh. You have to see a picture of this. It <laughs> looks like shrunken. It looks like the color of every old baseball memorabilia from the 1900, <laughs> like 1900, sir. It looks like it could, I don't know. That's weird. Right. Is it mummified or what? A mummified <laughs> is, lemon. It's, uh, yeah. I Interesting. Mean, I don't know what you do with it. Just Hey, it's got an inscription. It's already made it 285 years. You'll probably have it as a nice conversation piece for the next you know, 50 of your of someone's life. So, so. Billy, tell us the story about how you wasted $1,700 on a big old rotten piece of fruit. Right. It's not that big, but it's old. It's pretty cool. So, well, what good. can you do? Put it in a case. On your shelf? Well, sh- I don't know. <laughs> Lemon That's, uh... from the 1700s. That's crazy. See, I told you our food news today would be fun. I, yeah, I'm perplexed. Though. I'm still trying to figure out why someone just didn't go throw it away. Right. Like, where's the, is there a big market for the, age? Uh, they were curious to see, and they found out. The That's cabinet wild. went for 40 the lemon for $1,780. It's like go. nature's version of when someone finds, like, a, a McDonald's hamburger from 1975, and it still looks the same. Yes. So it's, it's, but that's, I would Little think it would have rotted. So we've been talking about travel a lot this week because Breeze Airways now offering, yeah. uh, you know, that service to Orlando from the Avoca Airport. Now they've added extra days on. Trailways is partnering up with Greyhound and this thing called Flixbus. And they say it's going to provide you local travelers with bus transportation to more cities. And it's going to be more cost effective. Nice. Uh, according to Trailways, uh, the president, Alex Berardi, said... You could see fares as low as $31 from Scranton to New York City and $33 from Scranton to Atlantic City. 
So uh, they say the uh, travel dates, uh, booking can start for the travel dates beginning Tuesday. So this is coming up next week. Um, what This is a direct quote. There's a story in the Scranton Times today where they're saying it's going to result in more travel options for customers and better prices, ultimately allowing folks to reach new destinations. Think Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, New York, or have more frequency on the routes that they may already travel to Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and right. Baltimore. Baltimore. The Atlantic City trip involves both trailways and Greyhounds, so that uh, wouldn't have been possible before. So that's good. So they're merging together, knowing that maybe we can do something where we're offering more to people and we're not, it's not so much competing, we're kind of sharing the love, right? Um, and also there's a Trailways loyalty program called Driven Rewards, and you can earn and redeem points across all of their partners now, including the Flix Bus and the Greyhound. For those of you who travel a lot, that might be a big selling point. I've looked point. into it a few times. The options are seem limited, and they also seem very expensive. So I'm all for, like, all great. for more options like this because uh, that's great. I think it's really, really great because uh, personally, as I used to be very adventurous and would love to, you know, get in the car, go to New York City, go here, go there. I kind of don't want to deal with all that stress anymore. I'm at the point now in my yeah. life where it's so much easier to let someone else do the driving and be comfortable. Uh, but that sounds really cool. And again, they say this is something you could start at trailways.com booking uh, starting on Tuesday. So more options. Very good thing. I'm really happy about that. It'd be cool to go up to Buffalo. Why not? Buffalo? No, I don't know. I have no idea where. Like, I was going to go like. <laughs> well, you could go yeah. to Buffalo and then hit Niagara Falls. Now, you know, rent a car and go from there. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, that, more options. Travel. More options. Are I good. don't like that whole drive up to that part of I New I've York never State. Been, I've done it, and it's just, I don't know, I've boring. never been that way. Really? Yeah, never. Yeah, I've, I've done New England. I've never gone into Buffalo. never seen Niagara Falls. I went Falls. through Buffalo, went up, because we went to Toronto. My husband and I drove up, and we yeah. went up through that way. Across. Um, it, it's not that it's terrible. It was just, uh, I'd rather let somebody else do the driving, especially if it's cost-effective. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 